The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. Tony Raki Horror says, you said we should root that reality. Reality is that I am me and they are they. No ifs or what ifs that's fantasy no reality so why should one care okay let's take that into practice nobody cares about you the system doesn't your parents doesn't your family doesn't let's see how that works for you it's very easy to be on the giving end and say like it's everyone for themselves everyone for themselves is a bullshit lie because the society we live in people have died to fight for your freedoms if it was everyone for themselves you'd probably be a slave now and if not that, you'd probably never be born. So the idea of saying, you know, everyone from themselves, from your own privileged bubble, that already takes advantage of all the benefits that you're getting is very hypocritical. So when you say, like, the reality is I'm me and they are theirs, the reality is that you're taking advantage of an entire system that also even takes advantage of other people and that is fundamentally inconsistent because you might as well be that person. And the moment you start looking at reality from that angle, from life itself, rather than from your own identity bubble, you start realizing as you work together, everyone wins. It's the idea of just being busy with yourself in a very narrow-minded way that leads to war, destruction, and all that shit. So your existence disproves your argument. So yeah, you want to see reality for what it is? There it is. I see a video game is going to save the future. Long minute, you Disney you fuck. Fatty Barbecue. I played poker and made more than $300,000, right? Because of that money, I managed to also raise more than $23 million for charity. I know for you, it's very hard to look at the bigger context because your awareness is very small. And I'm not judging you for that. But I'm just saying, taking a step ahead and looking at it from a bigger picture helps. It's not we just make a video game and that's it. One thing leads to another. Just like me playing poker day in, day out for one year allowed me to raise a lot of money for charity. If I would have to work myself to raise $23 million, I would work a lifetime in the McDonald's. And even then I wouldn't make it. It's about looking at things from a bigger perspective and having more layers to it. But I know that if you go through life in a very impulsive way and things have to really be immediately responsive to you in a way that anything that requires some cognitive abilities is too much. I understand that it goes over your head, but you can work on that. That's the good thing. You can reflect on that and take your time and take some perspective. And the beauty about it is your awareness will grow and you will have a better understanding of why we even make a game in the first place rather than just seeing things from first-person perspective. I'm first going to add fat and and round uh, answer this question. I understand what you're saying, but this is why I asked the other day about the ultimate purpose of existence because to be fully consistent within my own reality would mean emotional detachment from, let's say, my parents or loved ones dying. Productivity and having the biggest impact would become paramount, which lead me to the question of an existence without passion or true love for anyone. This all sounds sociopathic, but my logic can't deny it. Well, yes and no. Because it is true what you're saying on a certain level. On a practical level, it is in a sense true. But you don't have to cut out all your love and your passion at all. These things come naturally. Because as much as you want to believe your family, your parents and the loved ones dying are merely connected by your emotional brain. It's just a construct of the mind. 
So yeah, I would say like detaching yourself from your friends, family and loved ones is important. You might say like you fucking what? Yeah, it is important. It is important to if you have the ability to have a huge impact on many lives that you're not going to be biased and just do all of that to the one person you like because he had the privilege to know you when you grew up. That's just absolutely insanity. I would say that's rather sociopathic than the other way around. So when you do detach yourself to help, you know, more people, that's true love. It's not being a machine. I still have emotions. I still have passion. But it's channeled on a fundamental level to what we are rather than to the social conditioned values that I've grown up with. And I know it might sound like, yeah, but this or that. I mean, I'm a lot less sociopathic than most people in the chat. I put every single moment of my life to try better other people. I don't think that sounds sociopathic at all. I would rather say, thinking like, oh yeah, I have my own little family, I have my own little friends, that's all that matters to me. That's fucking sociopathic. True love and true compassion is the one that goes where you make hard decisions for the benefit of the world rather than for the benefit of yourself. It's crossing your own bias for the good of others. That's why I would even sacrifice myself. That's why even if I'm in a situation where I have to choose between my sister or an entire village in Africa, I would choose a village in Africa. Because I know that all this village in Africa is not a village in Africa. It's brothers and sisters and mothers and children too. Why is my mother and my brother and my sister worth more than someone else on the other side of the world? And you know what's funny? The moment we start thinking like that and see each other more as brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and sons and daughters, that's when the world truly elevates and everybody wins. It's exactly the mindset where you're caught up in your own little bubble that leads to war and all that shit. And I know this sounds really alienating, but it's true. And you know what's also funny? Sometimes people say it's all for yourself. A lot of people that really care a lot about their family, right, get backstabbed to crazy. I know a lot of people in my family that, as they grew up, said at one point, like, fuck my family. These guys have screwed me over more than anyone else in my life. How many people in the chat got screwed over by their family more than anyone? Family is not an excuse. Not an excuse to trust. And not an excuse to distrust. It's not an excuse to go away from right action. It's not an excuse to do what is wrong. I actually want to talk about this scientist thing. Because Reese said he's a scientist because he reads Wikipedia and people were very pissed, right? What I want to say is that when it comes down to being a scientist, right? What is a scientist? Is a scientist a person that has gone to university and got a degree? Is a scientist a person that follows the scientific method and just tries through measurement come to certain observations that they use hypotheses to predict certain behavior and then, you know, test them to the point where they can become theories? Is a scientist the caricature uh, that we used to know in series and such? Because the thing is that when you think about a scientist... You think about your own emotion of what a scientist is, which is a lot of the case, not what a really scientist is. The best thing we can do is actually just look up what is a scientist, you know, scientist definition. A person who is studying or has expert knowledge of any of one or more of the natural or physical sciences. So basically what it says is someone that is studying or has expert knowledge of one or more of the natural or physical sciences. And now you can say like, yeah, what is studying? Study definition. The devotion of time and attention to gaining knowledge of academic subject, especially by means of books. So basically, as you can see, you can study yourself based on the definition. You can literally become a scientist yourself. 
even without going to the university, without having a white jacket, you can be a scientist. The only thing you got to do is you got to gather knowledge. And by doing so, you got to become more and more knowledgeable about the theme you're studying. And the thing is, when it comes down to, for example, neuroscience, if you would put me in a room with a neuroscientist, he would be a lot more knowledgeable about a lot of topics that I have no clue about. But there will be topics where he will not know as much as I do. And the reason why that is, is because just like with any scientist or anyone that studied university or whatever, they don't have absolute knowledge. Even when it came down to, for example, Frederick, there was things that I knew that he didn't know. And that's fine. I mean, it's normal that as a person, you don't have absolute knowledge. And the thing is, like what I'm just trying to explain here is that when it comes down to science, when you just look at science or being a scientist as a label you give because you went to university and got a degree, then you're going about it wrong. I would even go further and say that being a scientist is rather a mindset. It's the mindset of looking at reality and using the scientific methods to come to your conclusions in everyday's life. You can literally have a lifestyle, a scientific lifestyle, where you just look at the science and everything. You just look at the consequences of the actions and you try to go about it in the most unbiased way. So when Reese or me read a lot of articles about neuroscience, quantum mechanics or whatever, I'm not going to state here that we have this advanced knowledge, but we do have quite some awareness around the subjects. And it is this mindset where people are constantly limiting themselves, thinking like, oh yeah, you got to go to university in order to be a scientist or you got to go to the university to be this or that. It is just, it is complete nonsense. It's like same with IT. You can self-study. Nowadays, times have changed. You don't need to go to the university to do these things. You can achieve these things yourself. Look at Elon Musk, for example. The guy started the entire commercial rocket revolution, and he even dived into it himself. And he was not a rocket scientist. And that's the thing. Like A lot of people limit themselves based on their own mental images, While if they would just look at reality for what it is, they would see that there is so much opportunity, so much potential right in front of them. You can't become a surgeon without going to university though. You cannot become legally a surgeon within the majority of countries on the planet. Yes, although being a surgeon, if you look at what a surgeon does, you can go back in time and there was people that performed surgery without having gone to the university. And the thing is that I'm not saying that, oh yeah, going to the university should, as a surgeon, you would trust someone that didn't go to the university. What I'm just trying to say is that when it comes down to performing tasks, it is reality that creates the framework. Robots that nowadays are more and more taking over even surgeons' job didn't go to the university and can perform surgery way better than humans. Like the idea that you need to do something to achieve something is just very, it's very limiting. It disables you from seeing things for what they are. And I know that if you have a bias because you go to university yourself and you need to rationalize why you're wasting your time and your money, that you can get very triggered when there is a guy here, for example, saying he learned more in two months being here than two years in university. I understand that because you've got to rationalize why you are doing what you're doing. But the thing is that it's just about being honest to yourself and following the truth which is dictated by reality not by your emotions not by your thoughts but by reality that you come to a awareness that is more aligned with reality and that allows you to be more impactful more fulfilled more effective it is so that one of the most powerful traits or skills you can have nowadays with our ever-changing society our ever-growing technology is the ability to be flexible and learn 
as you go by doing things that cater to the vacuums that arise or the opportunities that arise because of all the new technology that comes out. And that is the thing, like, when people limit themselves and say, like, I'm an engineer, I'm going to build stuff. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Like, now, even when it comes down to engineering, computers, machine learning are taking more over. What I would do is I would rather get into machine learning and find ways to create software that can build stuff, which is actually already happening. And even then, I wouldn't even say that I would do that. I would rather inspire people to have a more scientific mindset where they look at facts and reality rather than just what they feel or their own social conditioning and such. The bottom line is that if you truly want to thrive and be a winner at life, you don't just settle. You don't just follow what other people say. You think for yourself and you figure out, okay, let's say you choose, I want to do engineering. Let's say you want to do engineering because your parents want to do engineering. Then wonder, question, why do I want to do engineering? Why? Why do I want to learn what I want to learn? Why do I want to do that? Figure out what is the real reason why you're doing it. And then if you figure out it's just for your parents or for your environment or whatever, you got to wonder, like, is this worth it? Because even then you would say, like, yeah, it's for my parents. But why do you do it for parents? Because I feel, you know, comfortable. I feel more safe. And then you can wonder, does it actually give you safety? Will it give you safety in the next five to ten years? Then you can look up. There's people that go to university for a degree that's going to be worthless. Even, like, I said it already yesterday. I read an article on Reddit, Google... Apple, and I thought it was Intel, but it's IBM, are hiring people without degrees. Actually, many CEOs don't have degrees. So when you have this idea of like, oh yeah, you gotta follow this predefined path. No, man, you gotta think for yourself. You gotta look at all options. You're gonna pay the price, you know. You're gonna pay the price either way. If you lie to yourself, you're gonna pay the price. Good luck practicing as a doctor without a degree. Serso, there is people that do what doctors do without a degree. People that have coded Watson. Watson is actually being used right now in trial projects in universities around the US to make assignments of how to see if a person is sick or not. And if a computer gives me a better prescription of what I have, I would trust a computer more than I trust a human because a computer can go through all the data, millions, billions of files, while a human can only do so much. So when you say these things like, good luck practicing without being a doctor, like these things are going to change. You got to accept that reality. And as more and more doctors are taken out of job, people, when you are done with studying a doctor and you go and you apply for a job, they will say like, yeah, but we want people with experience. And you go, like, yeah, but how am I supposed to get experience when, well, there is people, other doctors with a lot of experience that apply because they are losing their job and it becomes more and more competitive. Doctor, I'm talking about doctor here. I think in the next 10 years, doctors will be losing their job like flies. You know the kind of doctors that will make it? Or doctors that also specialize in coding so they can work on optimizing or whatever the fuck. It's something to accept. It's not my opinion, by the way, what I'm saying here. It's important to understand that it's not my opinion. You can read up on these things. So I'm not here trying to tilt you guys or trigger you guys. Think for yourself, guys. Think for yourself. Like all top tech companies are warning about this, saying like, guys, we need universal basic income or society will collapse. The reason why people go to university, right, or go to college afterwards, it's not because they think it is the best for them at all. They've never thought about it. You guys just do it because you assume it's the way it is supposed to be. You just assume. I go to college because it's the path of least resistance. My parents won't whine. People will accept me more in society. It's all cool. You do that not because you thought about it. You didn't look at studies. You didn't even look whether there is real career opportunity with what you're studying. You're just doing because it's more comfy. 
And how many people, when they study and they've done studies, they do another study and they do another study just because they want to delay being responsible. And as long as they study, they can justify it to their parents and their parents, mommy and poppy takes care of them. That's really the reality for most people. But if you start wondering, why do I want to study? Because I want to make money. Why do I want to make money? So I can provide for myself, so I can be safe. If it's about making money, there is way better ways than going studying, throw like six years down the drain and be in debt. I mean, it's the most stupid thing you can do. You're better off getting into coding, self-teach yourself by doing projects. There's people here that made more than $100,000 in their early 20s, all by themselves, through software. I made more than $300,000 in less than a year playing poker. Not saying you have to play poker, but I'm just saying like, there is more ways to make money than going and studying. More than $300,000. Do you know if I would put that and invest that money, I would be right now sitting on, what is it, half a million dollars or something. If I would just have invested it like 10 years ago, probably sitting on half a million, even though that's stupid to do that. There's better ways to spend it, but... And that's less than one year. Like, you guys can do so much. Like, think for yourself. Think. Use your head. And then people are just sitting and go like, I don't know what thing, what am I supposed to do? If you have this problem mindset, right? Because the reason why you're thinking problems, do you know why? Because whenever you put out a problem, someone else comes and cleans it up, taking responsibility for you, your mommy, your puppy. But once you grow older, it doesn't work anymore. It's important to think in solutions, man. And you guys are in such an easier spot in life to make the right choices and just letting yourself get carried away and so much potential gets lost. You guys can do so much. Swagolo says a good question. What if I don't want to work? Nobody wants to work. And that's why if you don't want to work, you go about it smart. You can be an idiot lazy guy or you can be a smart lazy guy. I'm also lazy, but I'm smart about it. Well, be smart. If you don't want to work, be smart. Because when you're not smart about being lazy, you're going to end up working more your ass off than ever. Doing a shitty job you don't like without purpose, feeling like shit. So if you really don't want to work, well, take it serious. Be smart about it. Zetion TV says, instead of funneling to a third world country, what other solution could be implemented than only money to solve world hunger? Artificial intelligent robotics with the main mission of hard labor, like installing sewers, roads? Give me some ideas, please. Zetion TV, I'm going to actually give you the most honest answer you've ever gotten. And it is that you don't give a shit. You don't care what is the most best way of doing shit. Just a way for uh, intellectual masturbation. What is the answer of any use if you won't do it anyway? Because the question that is even more important, what is the best thing that I can do for poverty or whatever, is would you go outside your comfort zone to do it? Because if you wouldn't, then why even bother wondering about these things? You know, it's a really good way to think about. Like, there's so many people that sometimes come and say, Athena, I have a problem, I have a problem. Like, you don't come to me to ask, I have a problem. Like, it doesn't matter what the solutions are to your problems because you want to hear a solution that you would feel comfortable with doing. And that is the problem to begin with. The problem to begin with is that you want a solution that sounds comfy enough which is the mindset that brings about these problems to begin with. Same with poverty in the world and all that shit. You're not looking for the solution of what is the best thing you can do. You're looking for the solution which you are comfortable enough doing, which is the reason why we live in a world where people are poor to begin with. And if you really want honest answer to that question, what you do is you find like-minded people and you organize yourself. Because by yourself, there is so little you can do compared to what you can do with more. So find like-minded people and organize yourself. Yeah, organized to do what? Well, 
every single scenario, every single setting brings about different solutions. And the reality is one where you just unbiased, look at the facts and try to do what has the biggest impact in a way that is unbiased. And that's it. It's not so much about what you do, you know. Life is not so much about what to you guys. Because what comes naturally? Just, you know, see the setting, you learn, progress. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.